Hey, I know you don't smoke weed. I know this, but I'm gonna get you high today. Cause it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. It's the Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. I mean, I love Sway. And when I, I've been thinking about this all day, and I realize that most of my favorite Charlie Watts moments are on uh, Sticky Fingers, like Sway, the stuff that he's doing on Moonlight Mile is incredible. And that, you know, we've all heard it a million times, but when he fucking crushes that beat at the beginning of Can't You Hear Me Knocking against that, that guitar riff, it's just it's just incredible. Ryan, what, what do you think? I there? agree. I can't disagree with any of what you're saying. Hey, everybody, we've got Ryan with us again. I'm uh, back. He's back because we are... On the road. Uh, we're reporting. Yes. So it's a road report this week, but uh, not really doing a whole lot of driving. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're, we're uh, again in a hotel, stuck in a hotel. A Wyndham report. And, and that's where we are. <laughs> yeah, but there's been a, a lot has happened to you <clears throat> since the last time we talked from the road. Sure. But I, I also want to say one more thing. Uh Maybe my favorite Charlie Watts moment is when he's nodding out during the Wild Horses playback uh, in Gimme Shelter. That That is prime Charlie Watts. He plays in his sleep? Um, they're listening to playback. They're listening to playback of, of Wild Horses, and the camera keeps zooming in on him, and he's clearly nodding out. And uh, he looks up, and he catches the camera, and he just gets that, that eye like he's about to fucking punch the camera guy punch one of the Maisel's brothers I guess I don't know about you've you seen guys. that right yeah Gabe oh, you've seen that not that particular scene that doesn't ring a bell but uh, I've seen I've seen it alright what were you gonna the, say the, Ben the, 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 I was gonna say that the story that's been on my news feed from all my little Facebook friends today is one that Seems to be like this is the ultimate Charlie Watts story, and I have to say I never really heard it before. The apocryphal Charlie Watts story. You know what I'm talking about? The, I, of course I do. The uh, you're, you're not, my singer. I'm not your drummer. I'm not um, your yes. drummer. You're my singer. Yes, yeah, that's the one everyone's talking about. But I think, you know, if if you're in the throes of heroin and you come out of a nod and you're ready to throw down and be a street fighting man, I think that's a pretty good story too, because heroin is a hell of a drug. And if you're ready to fight on heroin, that means you are uh, a Rolling Stone. Not only that, but you dress in a full suit <laughs> to <Right>. refuse. <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks. I mean, it's one of those things, like, when they announced that they were going to go on tour without Charlie Watts, I was like, you <clears throat> morons, you psychos. And then it, 
the same thing had happened a couple of weeks ago with Dusty Hill. And it and I didn't connect the dots again. You know, it's like I can't. The guy's dying. I mean, it's just so such a bummer. Such a real bummer. I mean, he was 80. So I guess it's not the biggest bummer, but it's still a goddamn bummer. I, who did the Stones announce that was going to drum for them on this tour when they announced that? They didn't do that. They didn't say. Yeah, I, I didn't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm never going to care. It's probably Travis Barker or something. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Even That's if true. it was like Steve Jordan, you'd be like, fuck that. Maybe Steve Gadd. I got I no would... problem with Steve Jordan. It's just, you know, and now the fact that they don't really have a choice... What can you say? You know, you can't, not like I could say anything anyway. Who gives a shit what I have to say? But, but he was just so uh, irreplaceable, you know? I mean, there was nobody like him. And the, just the way he played and the way he would like lift his hand up off the, uh, the hi hat when he would hit the snare. It was like, it was so. He had a swing. He had a swing, but it was distinctive. Very the distinctive. way he played was, that's the word I'm looking for. Not flashy at all, but precise. He could, be, he could have some flash. He had some stuff yeah. going on. But anyway, let's move on. What, what, more, what more can we say about it? Rest in peace, Charlie Watts. You will be missed. By everybody except for Gabe. No, I'll miss him. Not as much as you, not as much as you guys. Not as much as you guys. Didn't so, we are... Uh, Let's talk about us. So, uh, we the when we last saw you guys, we were at home, right? We were at home in Chicago. We we had Michael Bland on the show. Yeah, and Michael was great. Yeah, and we had been sent home for a few days because Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs had canceled. And honestly, Ryan and I were kind of cool with that. I mean, not really, but that drive would have been murder. So we were, you know, we would have to go out there and then come back. And so that saved us that drive. So we were in, home for four days in Chicago, not really on tour, you know. No. And then then we, we played the Castle Theater in Bloomington. We played in Aurora. We played in Indianapolis. It's outside at this Garfield Park Conservatory. And we were like, all right, we're on our way. We're finally back on the road again. This is it. And then tonight's show in Springfield, Massachusetts canceled, which that was going to be another hell drive. So there's, when I look on the bright side of things, I'm like, at least we didn't have to drive out there and then drive all the way back to West Virginia. So right now we're in West Virginia and we're stranded in in Charleston, West Virginia for three days. Yep. (laughs) So we've seen all there is to uh, offer in this town because that's where your next show is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it, it was, um, I mean, I still think we should have driven to Lexington or, or done something because, and and Gabe remembers this, but when you're stuck somewhere in a hotel for three days, only bad things can happen. I mean, I'm I'm certain that the guy at the front desk is a recovering former meth head, and all I have to do is go over there and go, I'm bored. He goes, I I know somebody to call, and we'll be doing meth for the next five days, or he's just testy. Oh, he sucked. <laughs> Can you can you guys get get yourselves booked on a radio station or two or do a record store thing? You know, do out some here promo shit. Yeah, <laughs> there ain't much out here. No, dude, there's there's just nothing. There's nothing. But I mean, there's a the place that has a couple of pools. Yeah, 
and uh, you know, a good, I had a good time at a good, Winter Bulls Day. There's a good oh, restaurant. There's a Walmart. There's a Walmart. There's a movie theater. We yeah. saw Night House today. Uh, there's a casino. I won forty bucks, yep. and then I lost it. Uh, there's a pretty good Mexican restaurant called Rocas, and they have a uh, Gabe. They have a ranchera sauce on their enchiladas. Sans tomatoes. I got it. No, I didn't get it because you know I, I'm an adult. I, I, I don't just eat. Didn't I cheese. get it? There's a TGIF. There's a TGIF. And we got the loaded fries. Thank God it was. See, the loaded the fries day make loaded day. guys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think we've done everything we can do at this place. And we've got one more day of, of inactivity. Yep. So mm, that's dangerous. And unlike dangerous. most nights, I think. Uh, we could make it interesting because the Soul Asylum camp is at the same hotel, which we don't normally do. So we had talked about seeing a movie or they're going to grill or something well, we, like that. We so. bought we bought a projector and we tried to set up the projector so he could uh, project some movies on the uh, side of the bus. Oh, yeah. Great idea, right? But I cannot seem to get the mirroring, mirroring thing working with the projector. So uh, it's a bust. It's a bust. But... Could be but, a bus. You know, we're in the hotel room. Uh, we're watching The Meg about the big shark. Uh, Ryan mm. earlier was all happy because the fifth element was on. I wasn't all happy. I just right. said, should I leave it on? Ryan, Ben and I do not understand the cult around the fifth element. So maybe I... you can let us know why people of your generation give two shits about this fucking shitty movie. Well, it's not that I'm into the cult fascination per se. But, but you're part of it. it. Is you're part of the problem. It is one of the movies that I would leave on in the background. Like, sure. Like, I would way rather watch any of the Die Hard movies any day. Why, what are you doing? Any of the Die Hard talking, movies? Why are you talking about Die Hard? Because it's Bruce Willis. Oh, right. Yeah. I guess so. So, like, but that one is, it is shot particularly That's, weird. Stop it. Sake. Oh, it's on. the most, I will say this about The Fifth Element. It's the most singular, I don't know that this is good, but this is maybe the, it's maybe the ultimate Chris Tucker. It's, I think it's what got Chris no. Tucker on the no. map. The ultimate what? Chris Tucker is What, you a guy? Friday. Well. Oh, Friday. That started it. Friday. <laughs> And if, and, if, and, if, and if you need a second Chris Tucker movie, his bit in Jackie Brown. But this is Chris Tucker in this. This is the Chris Tucker in the spotlight for most of this movie. Iconic Chris. That Tucker. isn't. Yes, this is this is like and this is his most sort of like this is the ultimate like Chris Tucker most out of his mind, most motor mouthed in a way that Rush yeah. Hour, I think, was trying to exploit, but was terrible in all the Rush Hour movies are. So, yeah. that's all I mean. But I you're right, those other movies are better movies. I don't know if he's terrible in Rush Hour. I mean, I don't hate the first Rush Hour as much as I hate The Fifth Element. But hmm. if if I need some Chris Tucker, I'll go straight to Friday. Is it? I mean, that's pretty classic. Oh, But he does yeah. play that typical role in rush hour where you're like you know you're the comedic relief where jackie chan i'm the comedic relief you know you get to be jackie chan yeah i'll do this i'll do the stunts and you know this man that was my chris tucker (laughs) gabe likes friday which one friday oh i named my cat smoky because of the movie friday (laughs) smoky how many times have you seen friday gabe yeah a couple dozen. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, we've watched wow. it many, so many, many times. It was a favorite on the bus. That and back to uh, 
Charlie Watts, Gimme Shelter was constantly played on the bus as well. Back in our bus days, Gabe. Now, Gabe, you remember these days when you're stuck in a hotel for too many days and you're there getting bored, getting flabby. Remember yes, that? And, and it's, it's just complete boredom and there's nothing to do and you get on each other's nerves and you almost, you know, you, you can't wait to get in, in, in some other location, you know? Go it's on. Just, that's it. That's all there is. That's all. That's it. Yes. That's, so you do remember that. Unless you're in like New Orleans or Vegas or something, it's really not cool to be stuck in one spot for two No, I don't want to be stuck in West Virginia for three days. It's fine. <laughs> we've, we've definitely kept ourselves entertained. We got one more day. Yeah, that's a laundry day. Yeah, okay, we'll do some laundry. <laughs> we'll do some laundry. You know, honestly, that pool was nice today. Yeah. Indoors or outdoors? Well, the indoor one, Both. all the people went into the indoor one. Nobody wanted to be outdoors. So I had the outdoor one all to myself. So I was, it was doing, too hot out? What was the yeah. deal? I wanted to be outdoors. So I was out there, like, doing my best. Uh, In through the outdoor? No. What's <laughs> I just watched uh, La Piscine. You ever seen that? No. It's, it's uh, the movie. It's the original that the movie Bigger Splash was based on. Uh, and I just watched it the other night. Have you watched it, Ben? Yeah. And I also just read a review of it from Richard Brody. who's like, what the fuck is everyone with this movie? It sucks. It's not a good movie. But it's interesting. He doesn't mention a bigger splash. Yeah. He doesn't. No one mentions a bigger splash. I don't. That's weird. I love that movie. And too. once again, here we're talking about Charlie Watts. That scene, like, I love Lipicine, and I don't think that there's a hotter couple than Romy Schneider and uh, Alain Delon. But A Bigger Splash has uh, Rafe Fiennes doing that dance when he's talking. He's playing, like, some stone song from Steeler's Wheels or something like that, right? <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, wow, man, this song is great. But that scene alone makes the remake better. The Luca Guadagino remake. Yeah. I'm that might be his best movie so far. I It's it's tough to beat Call Me By Your Name. But, That's uh, a great one. But yeah, Bigger Splash really, really surprised me. And everyone yeah. seemed to hate it. Hmm. I loved it. Is it? Bigger Splash is called. A Bigger Splash, okay. uh, which I can Swinton. only imagine. It's a, ah. I think maybe the reason people don't know about it is because that title really is bad. But I don't know if they were uh, referencing the Bigger Bang, the, the the Stones record. You know, I don't know what was going on. I think they were trying to <laughs> suggest that it was a sequel to Splash. That's yes, what I was going to say. That's what it was. Daryl Hannah certainly. That's what it was. Yeah. So, so we're we're oh. we're on tour, <laughs> and yet again we're not on tour. You know, like we cannot get momentum going. Um, I feel like we got some momentum going this last week. Like today we, is we played three shows differently. I know, but and two two of them we went home better afterwards. than the first week we had. I feel like more of the left brain, right brain is starting to kind of kick in when we're playing. Well, you, you know? had a good time the other night in uh, uh, the Garfield Park Conservatory, where you uh, were so hot. I would think you were having like yeah, hallucinations on stage. How was that outdoor show? I had a good time. It was a really nice uh, venue. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. I mean it was you know it was right there's tons of flowers and trees and it was really pleasant but i don't think ryan had a very good show at it mm. it's just the outdoor shows you know 
there's different elements that play a factor. Well, it's the first outdoor show on this tour that I actually enjoyed myself at, but uh, it was tempered by the, uh, the problems you were having, little we buddy. We were, uh, there was, long story short, again. Too late. Uh, I guess there was just problems overloading the monitor. So it kept cutting in mm-hmm. like I had crystal clear sound, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it would disappear, and I hear Scott going, and then that's all I get to follow. I think there were problems overloading your brain. No, I was totally sober, <laughs> but I was just a little hot. Oh, I also played in shorts, which I never do. Oh, yeah. Is that oh. hot? So there's a rule that uh, you can't play in shorts. Um a local H rule? Well, it's a rock and roll rule. It's a Scott rule. Uh, <laughs> and uh, every once in a while, we let him break it. And we, we let him break it at uh, Indianapolis. It was pretty wet. I still had to play in pants. You did, because you're standing, which you're lucky. Mm-hmm. I feel like Stuart Copeland played in shorts all the time. He Am did. And that's, oh. and that's probably and why the, that's you the, can't play in shorts thing. rule has been instituted. Yeah. But we used to play in shorts all the time. Remember that, Gabe? There are pictures of you in shorts that may or may not be out there on the internet, on the web. I'm pretty sure but, they're uh, out there. Yeah. Any I historical... Think... <laughs> Go ahead, what about Gabe. the three-quarter length things you were wearing in your Wham outfit? <laughs> what are those called? Culottes or... Culottes. Capri right. pants? Capri, Capri pants. pants, that's what they're... <laughs> culottes are for women with the dress and stuff. Like <laughs> My mom loved culottes. She's like, these are my culottes. I'm like, mom, stop saying culottes. Uh, um, I saw one video clip from that Garfield Park show, and it sounded good. Like, the sound sounded good. And yeah. I also wanted to say that the show I saw at La Piazza, is that the name That's of the right. Ben came out to see us in you Aurora. Sneaky. And we never we never got to talk to you. We never saw you that night. No, that's. I think that's the best of both worlds, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Are you staying you. safe? Yeah. Staying We're, safe. I want to... I don't want to breathe any air on you guys and no you no you're no, plenty busy us. at the merch table yeah oh, don't oh my god the merch that night was that, a night that whole night was interesting we'll, we'll we'll get into that but you were there and where were you were you to the right was, of the uh, stage uh uh i was to the no i was to the left of the stage i was over by the soul asylum merch okay uh, so, so, uh, so that's Michelle from is that the, stage right Stage right. Oh, stage, stage right. right. My side. Stage right. Stage right. Yeah. I was on side. Ryan's side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was also, I don't know how much we can talk about this. What this Let's was talk Michael. About it. Well, it was Michael Bland's side of the stage. That's and right. Michael yeah. Bland hangs out all night watching you guys. Right. Yep. Which I, I'm so glad this came up because I w- forgot to, to write this down that I wanted to ask Ryan. What's it like having Michael Bland behind you when you're playing all? Are you? Do you feel his presence? And are you? Does it it's like? like a, uh, it's like it's like you're driving you? home. <laughs> it's like you're driving home and a cop's following yeah. you. Basically, <laughs> you're like, oh shit, better do this one pretty good. Yeah, because he'll. He's I feel a, he's I, a sweetheart. I love him. He's such a professional, but he'll be the first mm-hmm. one to be like, ah, didn't have it tonight. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, does he say that? <laughs> no, I mean no, he, he has. He said it one time, but he's he's a. He messes around like we love each other. It's all in good fun. You well, he, I was watching fun. him. What I was watching him, and he was totally into your set. I mean, he's yeah. like headbanging, and he's 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 he on it us. for every song. Yeah. Yeah, well, that great. was we did as good as dead that night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He likes that one. He, he goes he oh, particularly that's cool likes when you guys back do that, day, right? 
Does he like Somebody back in the day? Somebody told me that, like maybe Jeremy from Soul Asylum, he's like, yeah, Michael was just like, I love when they play that song. And he's oh, like, that's the one he. Head. That's the one I was watching him. That's when yeah, he was, was banging you. his head the most. Yeah. Back but. in the day. Oh. Let me let me ask this though. I mean, I, okay. I'm not I'm not as versed on the Minneapolis scene as you guys. I mean, when you say Michael we know, Bland, Gabe. when you say Michael Bland, I mean, Gabe, I, to me, we know. Okay, to me, he's a, he's a regular guy. You know, just a dude playing drums. Mm-hmm. But is is he bigger than I think he is? I mean, I, I don't get the picture. I, dude, I mean, he played on those fucking Prince albums. Yeah, I know that. I know he played on Prince. Well, I mean, I, it's like like our friend Pete Pete Beeman. Yeah. Uh, who's also from Minneapolis? Beeman Dynasty. Yes, I mean he he's well aware. Like you yeah. know, he's like he's like yeah, that motherfucker's good. Yeah, and you know, like everybody seems to be aware and knows about it. But like even you did, Gabe, and you yes. don't know shit about Minneapolis, as we pointed out. I, mean, I know, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't realize he was Michael Bland. Yeah, I just, I just thought he was Michael Bland. You know what I'm saying? I, I do know what you're saying. I mean, okay. Can you but can you spell it out more for That's our listeners? It. No, I just didn't realize that he, his persona and his name was as big as it was when we when we had him on the podcast. He's just always been in touch with like the right people in his place. I mean, he's almost like a Charlie Watts, you know, like he's very just driven. He's a leader. He's distinctive. Yeah, distinctive. Yeah, he has a taste and a style that that's sh- very. That show that you saw, Ben, that that mm-hmm. night, like their set was sincerely the best set I've ever seen them play. Yeah. And it was, and the way he kept driving it, and he also, he'll put the, the set list together, oh. uh, which which I didn't know until that night. I was like, dude, who put that set list together? And like, Michael does it every night. So <laughs> the way he put the songs together and the way he was driving it, and it just kept getting better and better and better and I was like oh my god another great song and it, the show kept getting bouncier and like Dave was particularly confident that evening I like, think it was a really good show yeah it was they're all you can tell they're all like following back and like what's next Michael you know like take us take us where we need to go and he's you know well he dri- he definitely he drove it yeah. or he always drives it but, yeah. but he r- was really driving things that night and maybe it was because my merch booth was set up so close to the band. I couldn't hear a word anybody was saying. Like, if anybody came, was frustrated with me that night, I apologize. I couldn't hear a word you were saying. It was brutal. I I need a new system. Gabe, I need you to come out and help me. <laughs> you do need help. So, what, 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 I mean, we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll, we'll no, have a let's talk about it now. There's a lot of people. And here was the thing. Aurora was a, Aurora is going to Aurora. You know what I mean? And like people mm-hmm. showed up and they're like walking behind the table like, here, I got this. I'm like, who the fuck are you? They go, you need help. I go, yeah, obviously I need help in so many ways. You're not the person to help me. Get out of here. <laughs> so there was a lot of that. But uh, is it? Is but it in too Garfield much? Park, I, I got it figured out. And it you was it out. pretty easy. But so that it, night was just... <clears throat> Oh my god, it was brutal. But we, it was a good merch night. It was a really good merch night. Yeah. So you're ready to you're ready you'll be warmed up and ready for the metro when you gotta sell merch there. Oh, I mean that's the last <laughs> show. So are you gonna come to the metro? Warmed up. The plan is to come out and I'll I'll I'll, All right, good. I'll lend a hand. Because uh, uh, I'm we're filming a movie that night, and so I want you to be in it. I'll I'll be uh, I'm planning to be there, God willing. I'm writing the script right now. Uh, I heard. 
Yes. And it's, is that the uh, first time you announced it's it? It's basically, uh, I don't know, we can cut this out, but it's basically <laughs> if a concert movie as if it were Slacker. Now, Gabe doesn't know what Slacker is, but Slacker is a movie by Richard Linklater. Now, it's it's Linklater's movie before he made Days of Confused, which is, for people who don't know, Days of Confused is one of, it, not one of, maybe Gabe's favorite movie. Am, am I right in saying that, Gabe? Is that you're your pretty, favorite pretty movie? Right on. That might be my favorite movie. One of the who movies are, that who I are the hot never... chicks in there that you're interested in? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Parker uh, Posey. Uh, Parker, mm. I went to great. school with Parker Posey. I yes, sat next did. to her a couple times yeah. at a something or other. Can, can you get yeah. her on the show? Get, let's get sure. her. Sure. Are really? you shitting me? I mean, I could try. Oh, we got to get Parker on there. I know uh, people who know people. Uh, I was going to go into a song, but I'm not going to do it. So, Gabe, Slacker is the movie before that. So you should check out Slacker. And then, you know, so the idea is a concert movie... It's a fiction film with a real concert going on in the background, sort of like Goodbye Dragon Inn or Slacker. And that's the idea. And By it'd be the nice way. if you were there. Yes, I'm, that's my plan. You too, Ben. We'll, 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 get, we'll get you in there. We'll, I'll write you some dialogue. <laughs> Thanks. I was going to say, I feel like one of the first podcasts that we did together, must have been one of the 70 movies ones, I talked to you about this and said, hey, you're a big movie guy. Did you ever, have you ever thought about being a screenwriter or a filmmaker? And you like looked at me like I was out of my mind and you're like, I've never, that that's too hard. I would well, never this is dream of such a thing. I don't have to come oh. up with a story. You just uh, said it's a fiction thing or you just, you're just getting everyone's ideas online and you can just use those. Pretty much. Okay. okay. <laughs> Actually, you know, those ideas that people have been providing online on the cold manor, are, are nice, they're inspiring, but you're right. I don't want to take anybody's exact ideas. So I just want to, this is going to sound bad, but I want to capture the feeling of, of, you know, being a fan of the band. I mean, once again, the movie will be called Lifers because uh, we're naming everything Lifers these days. But it, it's going to be more about the people who like the band rather than the band because, you know, they're Lifers. And are you are you taking inspiration from that Metallica concert movie no. from a couple of years ago that no. had like fiction elements or or that Paul McCartney Broad Street movie or Yes, exactly. Or, or, exactly the like Paul McCartney movie. About what about you, Gabe? Gonna, Would you say I thought you were gonna say this is more like the Juggalo movies. <laughs> God, <you've> seen. <laughs> God damn you. He's bringing it back to ICP. I was going to ask a question when Scott was talking about slackers in the movie. Gabe, have you ever seen the movie Bandwagon? Or Ben? You always no. watch the rare ones. No. I don't know that Nobody's one. seen Satisfaction. Have you ever seen Satisfaction, Ryan? Yes. Uh, was Justin Bateman? Bateman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twinsies. Interesting. Liam okay. Neeson's was in it, too. Liam Neeson's. I love me some Liam Neeson's. And then, and then his he had a dog named Hamlet, and... The one chick kept calling it omelet because he'd be like, Hamlet. She goes, oh, it's omelet. But the blonde who plays guitar, she's somebody, isn't she? Isn't she like married to like Dean Wareham from from Luna and Galaxy 500 <laughs> or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's something so fucking weird. It's like, wait a minute. What? Dang. The metal chick oh. from from Satisfaction 
is with Dean Wareham. Can you look it up? I know that sounded bad. I'm sorry, metal chick from. It's fine. Is it Lita Ford? No, she's not. Lita Ford is not with Dean Wareham. She is some. Wouldn't it be great if she was? Yeah, yeah, it really would. I mean, but, what but, a know, match made in heaven! That but listen, be. Ben, we 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 live in the world that we have, not the world that we want. Oh my God! Look at that shark! Look how huge that shark is! It's a mega! It's a megalomaniac! So, in satisfaction, Justine Bateman and Liam Neeson, as you've mentioned, Trini Alvarado, she's and Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts, in her big hair heyday. Between that and Mystic, between that and Mystic Pizza, mm-hmm. wow, there's some hair. Uh, Debbie Harry is in the movie. Did you know that? No pun intended. Yes, but Steve but Cropper who, is in the movie. But who's the blonde? Britta Phillips, I think. Britta is who Phillips, thinking of. Yes, she is married to Dean Wareham. Yes, she is, and uh, I think they're in movies together as couples, playing fictional couples. It's very much like the Lifers film. She uh, she was the singing voice of the title character of the animated television series Gem. <gasps> Gabe, you know Gem. J E M, so the cartoon. So Brit- yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Though, hold on a second. I saw a movie the other day, and I just realized. I just looked it up. I, all right, it's Britta before, Phillips. Before you get too far, I don't want to get too far away from Britta Phillips. Is she part of the Wilson Phillips gang <laughs> or anything like that? Uh, no, she was born in Boyne City, Michigan. Oh, but grew shit. up in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Okay, so Can't she's be. cool. Her father was Peter Phillips. He was a musician, a songwriter, and jingle composer, and former music teacher of Paul Simon. Okay. No so way. So here's the thing. Britta Phillips, the best performance in the movie. Because, like, I, I cannot believe... Like, when I said she's somebody, what I was saying was, like, I can't believe she's not a strung out, you know druggy guitar player because she's perfect in it right so that's yeah. what i meant like Britta, right. i'm a huge fan of britta phillips and, and i and every time i find out that she's part of this indie rock couple with dean wareham it freaks me out i'm like her no way so yeah satisfaction is very high in my estimation of rock and roll films i i'm a big fan it's not my favorite right. rock and roll film but uh it's What's your favorite rock and roll film? Give me Shelter. Oh, back to Charlie Watts. I like uh, Sid Nancy a lot. I'm a big Sid Nancy fan. What about Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains? Well, yes, I, I like that one as well. Uh, one I do not like, and I think Satisfaction is ten times better than, than it, is the one with, what's her name, it came out a couple years ago. The, what's her name from Mad Men? And everyone's like, this is a great rock. Oh, movie. God, her smell. That's bad. Oh, my That's God. That's bullshit. I hate that movie. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Gabe, your thoughts? I have no idea what you're talking about, but here's the movie I saw the other day, and I, re- I just looked it up, and it's directed by Woody Allen. Listen Ooh. to this. <clears throat> this is... Let's talk about Woody Allen now. <laughs> I didn't know it was directed by Woody Allen, but I guess it makes sense now. The movie's called Vicky Christina Barcelona. That's right. Barcelona. Is it good? Well, the movie that we saw today stars one of the Vicky Christie's or the Barcelona's, uh, Rebecca, what's her? Rebecca Hall, right? Yes, that's yeah, Rebecca we Hall. Saw, we saw, uh, what's the goddamn movie? It's the worst title. It's called The Night House. Dark the Night House, House. Night House. It's just, Is it a bad movie? I heard it was bad. It's pretty bad. 
it's all right Gabe go on no that was it I mean I, I watched the movie I, I was thinking to myself I wonder if Scott and Ben have seen this before and what do they think of it I thought it was all right it was we, we think it's lesser Woody Allen but uh but you know that's just me and myself and I but Ben it was considered a comeback it. for him at the time I mean I, I didn't buy I think it. it's I like match point no. I'm a match point talk about a comeback yeah that's a good one. But then all Woody Allen started doing was movies about how he killed somebody. You know, it was like... Did he do... It was, it was like, dude, Woody Allen has definitely killed somebody. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't mean to pivot away but Crimes and what, Misdemeanors was before Matchpoint, so that Matchpoint wasn't the start of it. Right, right. But but after Matchpoint, he did that other movie, right, where he kills somebody. I'm just saying mm-hmm. Woody Allen has killed somebody. And I know what everyone's going to say. He did a lot more than that, but <laughs> but I, I just let's just say he's killed somebody. Gabe, you like Vicky Christie Barcelona? It was pretty good. I mean, I <clears throat> really. Who yes. are you? It's it's Scarlett Johansson on the screen. What else ah, do you mean? Oh, Under the skin. here he goes. By the way, I'm, I'm cutting. The, I'm cutting this out. I'm cutting this out because if Justine hears this, she's going to murder me. She, I'm talking about the soundtrack. That Justine hates Scarlett Johansson. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, Justine hates anybody who doesn't tip well. Like she hates them. Oh. So I'll be talking about Beyonce. She's like, F- that bitch. I'm like, wait, whoa, F- Beyonce? No, 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 no. She's like, she doesn't know how to tip. I go, okay. You know, and then, you know, Scarlett Johansson will come on and she's like, oh, that, that, oh, I'm going to kill her. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm turning the TV off. Let me guess. <laughs> she didn't tip you. And she's like, oh, fuck her. So, yeah. But I don't know. I think it's a love-hate thing because, look, she kind of likes No, there's no love. You, there's no hate. But the story, the go-to story she has about you that she told me right away was that you didn't tip her. Just saying, there's some contradictions here. Here's uh, dictions. Here's the thing: Uh, we were working together. She was bartending. We were playing, and she's like, "You, you didn't tip." I'm like, "No, I don't tip because uh, we're working together." It's like, you know, I gave her a free shirt. You know, uh, we're symbiotic in our relationship there. She will not let it go. She's like, remember you didn't tip me that night and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... So she loves you despite that incident is what you're saying. Yes, despite, because she hates everybody that doesn't tip. And that is her... And and I agree. And I'm an excellent tipper, so she can fuck off. But <laughs> but but am I going to tip somebody who I'm working with? I, no, I shouldn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Also, I don't think I should have to tip when I pick up food. I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to, but I, I'm not down with it. Uh-oh. Somebody's just walked in. Uh-oh. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's Janine Anderson. Come on over. Come on over. For those of you who don't know, Janine is the uh, the tour manager would you say you're the tour manager? By title? Yeah. Yes. The tour manager for uh, Soul Asylum. Yeah. There so she you is. guys are working oh. together, and so you are not going to be tipping her at any point during this tour, because you're working together. Here's a tip. Get another job. <laughs> I'll give you a tip, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so we got some... Uh, Ryan is in here, too. Mr. Ryan Smith. 
Yes, Ryan from Soul Asylum is here, and he's been pl playing bass with us. Uh, Pat, it, it, come on, you, you guys don't have to be quiet. It's it's okay. Did somebody tell you to be quiet? It's guy, okay, the Ryan. The door did. Okay, yeah, all right. All right, so they got some uh, tequila. Did you guys go to yeah. Rocas? Wait, what are you doing? Oh, boy. <laughs> The show's about to get good. I think I... Did, I don't remember. We did go to Roca's. Where is, is that your tequila? Nope. I have a... Oh, sweet. Cheers. <laughs> What'd you get at Roca's? I got the polio con arroz. It was delicious. Polio? I don't polio. know that you want polio. Polio, polio. You got the arroz. polio at Roca's? <laughs> I got polio Roca's? at Roca's. Okay, it's R-O-C-A-S. How do you say it? Roca's. Roca's. See that, Gabe? Yes. That's how you roll your R's. Okay. Dave, no, Dave. Gabe. 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 There's Gabe, Gabe right there. I don't know how to roll my R's. Ryan, who's here, though, can roll his R's. Do you need to say hi to Gabe? Hi, Gabe. Hello. Say I hi can't roll my ben. R's either. I'm the only one here with the Hispanic tongue, and I can't roll my tongue either. Oh, that's embarrassing. It's a bit yes, embarrassing, it is. isn't it? The, the, the Spanish stomped at my dad. Or actually, my grandpa. What your dad I? can't do it either? He, he doesn't speak Spanish and doesn't roll his tongue. Is it, come on, we, we'd we love to hear more. <laughs> that's it, in the story. <laughs> so what have you been doing with your day off, Scott? All right, that's what we've been talking about all day. You uh, visited the pool. Well, I was at the pool, and mm -hmm. that was good, because all the people were inside, and I had the outside pool to myself, and that was great. Well, you have to be COVID safe, too. So outdoors, you intentionally chose outdoors, I'm sure. Who's interviewing who here, okay? <laughs> you stop. What did you, what did you do, do, what did you do with your day? Worked and went to Roca's. Yeah? I went, we went to the dollar store and I bought safety cones. <laughs> you bought safety cones? And freezies for our next hot day. What's what's a freezy? You those like juice things that you put in the freezer and they turn are you, into. Are you talking about like the 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 push up? Yeah. What, what do you call them? Freezies. Ices. Oh. Ices. Pixie sticks. No, that's the no, that's sugar. Pops. Popsicles. No, no, they they had the thing you put them in, but they weren't called. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're called freezies. Right? Well, I call them freezies. <laughs> well, you can call them whatever you want. Thank you. So. When did you start working with Soul Asylum? Janine, not, not Ryan. Six years ago. Six years ago. So in, in what capacity? Were, were you working with other bands before that? Well, I came from a venue, so I what was venue? working with lots of bands. I came from the, well, the venue I was at before that was the Fine Line. Mm-hmm. So, and I was at a few before then, and after I was at the Caboose, and... Now, no more venues. The caboose? The caboose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say anything, Your but local I recommend are. First Avenue. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. every club associated. So you didn't work at First Avenue. So uh, you weren't no. good enough to work at First Avenue, basically, is what's going on here. No, 100%. I was not good enough to work at First did you, Avenue. Did you, so I was did like, you try the entry? I was like, did you try to get a job at First who Avenue? Who will have me? <laughs> oh, this old rock band will have me. Finally, oh, somebody. Oh, burn. Um, no, I actually never tried to get a job at First Avenue. They were kind of always 
th- like you don't want to. In my mind, I was like, I don't want to work mobbed where up. I want to play. They're mobbed up. Oh, and you don't want to shit where you eat. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I got you. Though uh, actually, I did really try hard to get a job at the Triple Rock, which was my favorite venue. And of you all shat time. a lot at that place. <sighs> I loved the Triple Rock. You play there all the time. We love the Triple Rock. Yeah. Good food Mom at the Triple nachos. Rock. Too, I know. Right? Amazing. The Mott Duck Nachos. They have a lot of good vegan opt had. Gabe would have been happy. That, well, Gabe doesn't. As long as Gabe, we, do you like mock duck? I'm I don't eat fish or, or, or fowl, fowl. It's mock duck. It means it's fake duck. It's. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you said mocked it's duck. Joke duck. Can Can you hear Gabe? <laughs> it's a duck that's mocking the chickens. I've never had duck before, so I wouldn't know what it's supposed to taste like, so I couldn't really compare it, could I? Okay, so Jen- Janine, I, c- I can see that you're not comfortable with this. I, I'm not used <laughs> to being interviewed. You're not. You're not. I've been hey. interviewed one other time recently. When was that? For Rolling Stone? <laughs> so I'm really just... Was that the Rolling Stone yeah. article? Yeah. <laughs> how, did, how did they find out that you were one of the people they wanted to talk? So it was an article about... Uh, uh, people of color and and people of women yeah, so working, I fit right in. working with, <laughs> with, with boy bands, uh, with the boy industry, right? I'm not, I'm not talking about it. Well. No, it's about diversity, the lack of diversity in the music industry, right. basically. Exactly. And as they, far as like How they go. find out, how, how they set their sights on you um, for that? Well, I had a friend who I met on tour and she gave them my name. Mm-hmm. So, Who was the friend? Well, I shouldn't say. Why? <laughs> I okay. think she's talking about Pop Ice Freezer Bars. Pop Ice Freezer Bars. You can laugh. Everybody can laugh. <laughs> oh, God. We're having Holy it. shit. Don't worry about it. But they, but they can't hear us, right? Because no, they no, they're freezies. You can chime in freezies. too I okay, so you did you did that article for Rolling Stone. Yeah, it was really really weird. I haven't Why? been ar- in, well, I hadn't been interviewed in probably ten years, and then so to before get, that you hadn't been interviewed. Yeah. 10 years. So then you did that interview, yeah. and now you're doing our interviews. Yeah, so this it's is just way more nerve wracking. Like, like it's a constant barrage of this, interviews. I know. I mean, it's madness. It is one yeah. one interview a year. It's crazy. Man. Yeah. Do I need to take a photo for you too? No. <laughs> no. Oh, was that photo staged? 100%. <laughs> I love the like, fact that you're working yeah. and you can see the guitar neck in the background. Like, like, what is she doing there? They were like, we need a photo of you working. I was like, I'm the only one that takes photos on the road. Like, you're not going to find a you photo do. of me working. And then just, and he was like, well, we can't. They're like, we need a, we just need a photo. And I was like, all right, well, here's here are your options. I can take... One with the band, and it'll be really cheesy and awkward, like a Christmas card, which we did do, and they didn't pick that one. Of course not, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, or I can fake it. <laughs> and so I faked it. So you faked it. Faked it. Faking it is better than, you know, Christmas cards, I think. It's true. Fake the it band, till you make it. That's what it <laughs> is. Only, only Ryan here knew what was going on. Did Ryan take... And Ryan, did you take... Did you take the picture? No, the band was like the I band was fine. really confused. They're like, "Why do you need a picture with us?" And I was like, "Don't worry about it. I just need some good fucking memories." You know, all the times that you take pictures for them and you do stuff for them, and they couldn't even take a picture with you. Oh, they did. It's oh, adorable. they did. Yeah, they did. but okay. they're really confused by it. 
conflicted, you mean? They didn't know why. Yeah. They didn't know what it was. They were for. they were just I didn't I don't even know that I get they the know feeling they today. don't know why about a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, unless I tell them That's what right. are they gonna Right, which is yeah. your job. You're yeah. the person and I don't who tells to, everybody why. I don't need to tell them why for no. that it's reason. It's not their job to be confused. Uh, That's right. There's no sex and drugs for Janine. Flavor rice, that's what it is. Well, you're still on this. Yeah, he's still on. Have the clubs been cool with wearing masks? Have what? Have the clubs been cool with wearing masks? 90% of them. Except for that one asshole, if you're listening, in the Piazza. That's right. Ben was at the Piazza. Who? Ben was there. Hi. But there was a dude. Uh, the, 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 well, it wasn't Ben. He wasn't the asshole. There was this dude the other day. Oh, I was the asshole. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, there was this dude the other day in Aurora. Brian. That was, was his that name. club worker. Brian. Somebody worked at the club or just yeah, a. Yeah, he was a, like the sound guy. I don't care. And, oh, and, he, and ostensibly, it was like freedom, freedom, freedom. I'm not wearing a mask. But I get the feeling it was more rooted in the fact that he didn't like taking orders from a girl, right? No, Come I on. got the feeling he. Oh, you can play that card if you want to, I, I, but I, I disagree. <laughs> I think he just flat out didn't want to wear a mask. And he was freedom, freedom, freedom. Yeah, change. but but don't you think most of the like the freedom, freedom, freedom stuff is based on I don't want to take orders from somebody who's not me, you know, who's not a white man. Seriously. Like, like. Well, I, have I you never over, been a I white walk, man well, before? You should try it sometimes. It's awesome. <laughs> I hear it's great. It's great. I hear things I are actually kind of going parents. downhill for white men. <laughs> well, you know, we're going, we're going. Down, I'm going down swinging all the way. But, but there was a lot. Like, I went over there, and you're like, all right, here's what's going to happen. I'm making this call, and he was just like fuming. And I think it had a lot less to do with, you know. Uh, the medical community is trying to kill us and Trump, Trump, Trump. And more to do with the fact that, like, you showed up. This is the job. This is what it is. And he didn't like it. He and, definitely didn't like it. Right. And you get that all the time. Well, less and less. Less and less. But I'm also, I've learned, I used to come in a lot more hot-headed and feeling like I needed to prove myself a lot more. So I had a lot less patience or mm-hmm. tact um and in the six years of soul asylum i've mellowed out a little bit and learned you get a lot further being nice right right <laughs> and sometimes it's just easier to play into i don't know like right but you're also probably more confident like you don't have well to- yeah knowledge with knowledge comes like, that's where confidence comes from, in my opinion. Right. The more you know, the more confident you're going to be in right. what you're doing. So, right. yeah. And if I don't know what I'm doing, I'm not confident at all. But I fully admit it. Like, I have no... I know that I don't know a lot. <laughs> and I'll be the first to admit the things that I don't know. Ryan will be the first to admit that you don't know. Oh, yeah. Ryan. This Ryan, too. This Ryan. All Ryan. All Ryan's are really quick to say, you don't know what you're talking Where's about. Where's that third Ryan? Ryan. There's Is that third Ryan, Ryan, Ryan under the bed? The bed. There's a third <laughs> Ryan under the bed, yes. Trickery. But or yeah, that, that guy was... 
other than that, like everything's been kind of cool with it. Yeah, even like the first show that we did, that one really hot one. Um, the first. The one. first one, yeah. <laughs> it sucked. It, like, it feels like, like it water. was three like, years ago. It does. It feels like forever ago. But that one, like that stage manager, even like out, like you guys had left, and we were like an hour from bus call Sorry. and he's still by himself walking around with a mask on like everywhere I'm just like oh my god man you are dedicated <laughs> or you're really concerned about us <laughs> and well most everybody in in Aurora was wearing masks and were doing everything they could to make us happy you know what I mean right like like the, that one guy. The vi- I wouldn't say most everybody. Yeah, I wouldn't say that the staff would. The staff, the, oh, staff the staff did, yeah. No, I'm not talking about the people coming to the show. Yeah. Fuck them. No, the staff, all, except for that one guy, Brian. <laughs> I Brian? Not Ryan. Brian. There's two Ryans. Bo Ryan. Here, here's the funny thing <laughs> except about. Except for him, everybody here, has been really cool about Here's the silver him. lining about Brian, and, and most people Brian. like Brian, is. Brian is the kind of guy who goes, I don't need a mask, I don't need a mask. Next week, we're going to see something where a guy who owns a sound system <laughs> died. Oh. So there's the, the silver well, lining. Well, I will feel bad if that happens. I won't. I don't want Fuck Brian, Brian to die. <laughs> Fuck Brian. He compared, hey, Brian. He compared a wearing a mask to, well, I don't tell you to put deodorant on in the morning. I'm like... Coming from a guy. <laughs> First off, it's, it's a good point, though. You, I mean, you do clearly, need to wear I know. deodorant. Exactly. In the I was like, I get you that. You wear it later, but I in the get morning. That. I understand. I said, Brian, I get it. If I don't put deodorant on the morning, people will surely die. I understand. <laughs> so at that point, I didn't have an argument. Right, he but took he took it away from you. He did. He but had all the power. That's what us then. white men do. I know. They take their power and they shove it in your face. You keep saying like <laughs> you keep saying that like it's a bad thing. No, it's not bad at all. It's, it's just actually the awesome. natural order of things, right? You wish you had white man power. <laughs> How many white men am I on tour with? <laughs> that's a great point. That that leads me to my next question. So you get to travel with and work with a lot of dudes. Now, present company accepted. That's got to be pretty tough. I love all the men that I work with. Uh, come on. <laughs> all of them? All of them? I don't even love all the men I work with. I do. I say all of the time that I'm the luckiest human in all the land to work with the best guys in all the land. I am a very spoiled tour manager. You know we're going to cut this part out. That's okay. We... But I do say that all. I 100% feel that way. I'm very spoiled. Well... Well, this is tequila. <laughs> Don't mix that. <laughs> That's not a blend I'm interested in. <laughs> but thank you. So you feel lucky. I do feel lucky, and I don't know. I've been. I'm used to. I'm used to being around dudes all the time. I don't know. My roommates growing up were all dudes for the most part. So. Do you have any siblings? I do have siblings. I have an older sister and a little brother. Okay. So. Yeah. What is? What does your older sister do? Does she boss guys around too? I don't know. I'm sure she does. She's a badass. My older sister is a much more badass than I am. She knows. So you don't know what she does? Well, I mean, she. I do know what she does. She's a manager at a fleet farm. You're a manager. Yeah. She's a manager at a fleet farm. Yeah. It's like the real king of West Virginia. Exactly. Wow. 
And I'm sure she bosses dudes around, but in a much nicer way. She's sure. much nicer than I am. No, from what I hear, you've you've learned how to uh, work around the male ego in the last six years. You right? dominated the situation as far as I heard. Right? Right. And that, but the fact that that's part of the job fucking sucks. A lot of stroking going on. <laughs> the fact that that's part of the job fucking sucks, though. It does suck. Okay. So let's talk about that. You're really focused on this. I am. I'm the girl tour manager. <laughs> I, I, listen, it, it's not something I, I like to think about or like to talk about, but it's it's a real thing, right? Well, I don't know. I don't, mean, you okay. don't have to be. But I don't really. You don't know. have to be the spokesperson. So I mean, for like it. I said, I've so this is my sixth year with Soul Asylum, and over the course of those years, my first year was with. Well, no. Not first year. My second year, the other tour manager was a woman. For what band? For the English Beat. Oh. Wait, you guys tour with the English Beat? Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about this. Suddenly there this is a go. good podcast. All right. <laughs> the English Beat is fantastic. Fuck it is great. I love those guys. They're wonderful. Okay. Um, and I took over from a woman tour manager. So, so, the, fir- so the first tour with Soul Asylum was... My first, with English beat. Well, my first Your tour first. was with the Meat Puppets. Oh. I took over on the fly. They, I got called in. Um, it, I learned, Wait, you were tour manager for the Meat Puppets? Well, I wasn't tour managing the Meat Puppets. They had their own guy, sort of. They're kind of like you guys, where they kind of just did everything themselves. Our first, like, we used to be managed by the manager of the Meat Puppets. Okay. And we learned a lot from those guys. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Um, silly bunch of silly sweethearts. But I, I got called in to take over that tour, so I didn't know that tour was already happening. So I stepped in about halfway through. So this was before you started working with Soul Asylum. Well, this is when. So this was Soul Asylum and the Meat Puppets were on tour, and they were in. And then their guy dropped off, and then you had to. Yeah. Well, it was kind of they didn't. Um. They needed some additional help, well, right. I'll say. And so they called me in. So their tour manager stayed, but you had to... For most of the time, he stayed. and then he become he, an additional then tour manager? And then he eventually left. Yeah. He made sure I knew the job Do you remember his to, name? Nope, I'm going to say nope, was I don't. Was it Troy? <laughs> no, it wasn't okay. Troy. Right. And this is for Soul Asylum, not the Me Puppets. I, okay. Um, but yeah, and then it was the English Beat. And so Soul Asylum and the Meat Puppets were like kind of like... They were great. They were riding tandem for a while. Then. Yeah, well, for that tour, I mean, I, I don't know if they've... I don't know if Soul Asylum... But they were buddies. Yeah, they are yeah, buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like whenever we're in um, Arizona, like t- uh, Tempe, I, right. I think Kurt lives in yeah. Tempe. Yes, they do. Yeah. Remember, Gabe, so, we stayed at Kurt's? We got high did we? shit. Yeah, yeah, we got really high. There was actually an instance where I was switching bass players in Tempe and a flight got delayed and I learned, I now know, never send the bass player away until the other bass player arrives. And so I called the meat puppets up and I was like, hey, just in case, (laughs) do you know any Soul Asylum songs? They did not. No. (laughs) But my bass player arrived just in time, so... And that was... Crisis yeah. averted. Crisis averted. Thank you. Okay, so that was... 
That was a trial by fire for you, basically. That was. Okay. I learned a lesson. That so time. after that, what was the next tour? Then, then it was the English Beat Tour. Okay, so that was perfect. We don't need to talk about no, it. No, it was After perfect. that, it was what, was, what was the tour? Then I think it was, was it Cracker? Cracker. Right? Cracker. Cracker. Tell us about Cracker. Those guys are delightful. Well, sorry, we called that... The, you can hear that. We called that the half tour because it, it was like we'd play a show and then we had two days off. So like this tour. Oh, it's just like this tour. <laughs> So we played a show, <laughs> had like two days off, played a show, two days off. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. You're doing it. <laughs> um, You're over here cutting Cracker, yourself. Cracker, <laughs> we can hear Cracker that. Cracker was great. Um, that was fun. That was a short tour, but it was a lot of fun. How and short? And then it was like a month. Like, but we did like eleven one shows. Show a week. One yeah. show a week. Were you you were on that? Yeah. It was like yeah. yeah. It feels like we're doing one show a week. Yeah. Feels like. It. So yeah, I feel, have we been gone months now? Okay. Turn around. There's this this movie called a The puppy. Meg about a really large shark. Is and he going to eat that puppy? No. This movie sucks because... Oh, I've seen it. it this, the shark doesn't even have the balls to eat a dog. Well, you know what I mean? Who would eat a dog? Remember Jaws? <laughs> Remember Jaws? Jaws, yeah. Jaws ate Alex Kittner. I watched Jaws, Jaws is like my Alec, comfort Alec movies. And I don't remember what What was the name of that dog in Jaws? Pip-Pip. 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 I don't remember what Was it Pippip or Pippin? Pippip. I don't know. I think it's Pippin. The, the dog's never going to die. Like but Alice Kittner got, got, got. And this movie doesn't even have the guts to eat a little dog. Okay, what were we talking about? I don't know. I don't want to say we're that We're talking about like how, how <laughs> everybody respects you and you deserve respect. Thank you. I worked really hard for it. We were talking about respect earlier today and how, like, do you start giving somebody respect and then they lose it or do they have to do they start with no respect and they have to earn it what do you mean like so say you met me for when you met me for the first time Mm -hmm. did i already have your respect yep and then so the only place i can go from there is either up or down (laughs) that's right that's right but you don't so when you meet somebody you automatically give them respect well if if i'm versus if i'm if I'm opening up for some band mm-hmm. and touring with them, and you're the tour manager, automatically you get respect because you know. But if I was you're a- headlining, so like I'm I'm gonna be my I'm gonna be subservient, and I and I'm fine with being subservient. Sure. But it, like you know, we've been with bands before, and like two weeks in, they start doing shady stuff like pocketing our PDs. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll do they'll pocket our PDs, or they'll like put us on at the wrong times, or they'll try to put us on before doors, and that's when we actually did have our show tonight. We just didn't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> See, but, but yeah. <laughs> right, no, guys. I understand. Yeah. Um, so uh, automatically, right off the bat, you got respect, and then you just have to fuck it up. And you haven't. Yeah, right. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, you've been worried about that. I wonder if Scott respects me. And then you wake up and you go, I like vanilla. Like, it's just like nothing. Wake up and I just figure since you're, you're, you've got the job, you're doing it, you deserve some respect. And then once you start acting like an asshole, like you do, then you get no respect. <laughs> I can act like an asshole. I don't you ever can? intend to. You can? 
You don't ever intend to, but guess and what? And last year, Brian from the Piazza, and then I... But we don't need to go back to him. No, there are very, very few times, actually. Like, I've... Go on. <laughs> I've known, like... Obviously, you know not to act like an asshole. That's taught to you at a very young age. No. But, but not in Aurora. But, like, when I started in music, you... Like, I had to fight to get a job where they would let me do it. Like, they didn't want to... They didn't want... I'll play into your female tour manager. They didn't want to hire a girl. Why? Because then then they needed to hire a guy to work security. Because uh-huh. they didn't think that a girl could close the club by herself. Where right. it's like... It was a small club. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, if we have a girl, we need a guy to work too. And that's twice as much money. And so... I had to fight for that job, and and in that, you know, you have people telling you that you need to be tougher, you need to be stronger and more forceful, and right. so, like, it just kind of naturally, that's what, like, you teach yourself to be, and then you learn... Right, and it turns into you yeah. constantly and being like, adversarial and was every at time, time you come like, in. I was 19 when I got that job, so, sure. like, so that... Like, you learn, like, at 19, I'm coming from, like, farm kid to learning how to be, like, tough in Whoa, music. farm kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I love it. And so... All right, so you got the farm and kid. And so, like... And so just kind of... Now it's, like, training to, like, curb myself back to, like, okay, now that I know stuff, like, I don't need to be so... Like, Hardcore. About yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. Like you can be relaxed. Well, well, like you can be right. And and at this point, it's not so much if I'm a dick. If I'm a jerk, like it's more like no dick is better. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a dick, it's more that I'm not like it's usually honestly not the person who I'm a dick to's fault, which is really shitty. It's usually that I'm so stressed and so overworked and tired. Right. That I just that it just escapes, and I'm learning. I still am learning how to curb that. Navigate like, that. Yeah, I mean, it, this job is really, really hard. It's and stressful. Constant work, and it's always changing, and it's like you feel the pressure of not just the bands that you're with but like the drivers the promoters the venues the guests like the fans like the managers like it just kind of is a ripple effect of everybody that you feel like is relying on you to do your job and it's stressful yeah and so then you end up being a dick sometimes you don't mean to (laughs) but I I think you navigate that pretty good Uh, I wouldn't be too worried about that thank you not that you need me to tell you but (laughs) what were you, who were the bands you were listening to? Like, was there something like that you, like when you were growing up? What <laughs> seriously was there a thing where like you were like, I want to be a part of this and I want to no, do this? No, I didn't really discover. So, like I said, I was nineteen when I started at a venue. Um, I didn't really music wasn't really in my world until I went to college. Like, so you didn't listen to any music like I when mean, you were I listened, eight. Well, like I listened to. So my older sister, she she's much cooler than I am. 
She right, well, let's get her on this show. To, exactly. She listened <laughs> to, you know, she was like the age of like Metallica and Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. And Nirvana. And so, like, they were, like, cool. like there was Sorry. all those I bands. I get that way when you and so, like, Metallica. She, she was the one. So, like, I listened to... So, what to, were you listening to? I listened to whatever was on in the background, basically. Really? So, like, whatever my parents had going on. Like, my dad was, like, classic rock. And, like, my mom was, like, oldies and church so music. So, much of, like, Fleetwood yeah. Mac records? <laughs> no, actually. Not a lot of Fleetwood Mac. Really? But, yeah. Um, and then there was country too. Like there's a lot of country, and so like I my first concert ever was Garth Brooks, and I love Garth Brooks. I still love Garth Brooks. Yeah, you, and, you dig that oh shit. Oh my gosh! Huh? I mean, it's nostalgic. It's my first concert ever. I saw. What's him your favorite Garth Brooks song? Create fire, and then the next. Wait, wait, wait. Stage, Garth Brooks did not create. Well, fire. you didn't create fire, but like on the stage, like my first concert Kiss experience, fire. he had. Flames go up during standing out or dancing outside the fire or something. I can't remember. Oh anymore. my god, it sounds so horrible. And then so he horrible. played the thunder roll rolls <laughs> and he and he had it rain and the fire went out and there's, I was like my mind. There's nothing was about what you're saying that sounds cool. It sounds like the it's worst the, show wait, I've ever seen. What's your favorite awesome. Chris Gaines song? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was the worst he, decision he. Oh, ever you didn't made. like Chris Gaines? But. Well, it's just so silly. Like, Have you ever seen Urban Cowboy? Man, no. What? Check out Urban Cowboy. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe. Chris, I don't know. Chris Gaines had cool hair. <laughs> no, he didn't. Thunder rolls and the lightning strikes. Another love grows cold on a sleepless night as the storm blows all out of control. The thunder roll. Gabe used to be uh, our tour manager. So can you yes, talk to I... him a little about? <laughs> I noticed you're very far away, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as far away as I can be. Actually, I'm not that far now. I'm in South Carolina. But yes, I did used to uh, get up. First one up and the last so one. So, Gabe, when you decided to quit, was it after taking our party to uh, it was, Australia? Yeah, after we went to Australia the second oh, so time. You that's, just that's wanted when I to go to Australia. I get it. No, he just <laughs> wanted kidding. to get away from me. Is what it was. <laughs> well, now after the tour, after the tour in Australia, Scott confided in me and said, "Yes, we we planned on partying every day as hard as we could. That was the plan when we left, and they did it." <laughs> And I said, sayonara. <laughs> there were, there's no sex and drugs for Gabe. <laughs> I mean, sex, drugs, and rock and roll oh, that's, doesn't is that really what it is? fly sex, anymore. There's no sex, drugs, and rock and roll for Gabe. What, what's the scene from that we kept talking about the other night from... Uh, from uh, Final tap. Final tap. When the manager is a, he goes, "There's no sex and drugs for Ian." For no. one thing that goes wrong, one one single thing that goes wrong, a hundred things go right. Do you know what I spend my time doing? I sleep two or three hours a night. Do you know how much work I do to get to keep this band just on its feet? There's but no sex. And, there's no sex and drugs for Ian, David. You know what I do? I find lost luggage. Yes. I, I locate mandolin strings in the middle of Austin. You, you know? I prize the rent out of the local Hebrews. Gabe, I did not know that about you. That's very fun and curious to know. I, 
Ben Reiser used to be a tour manager as well. Who needs? Where you yeah, been? He, he, tour, he tour managed for Freddie Johnston. On the Soul Asylum tour. Boy, Gabe really tunes out during our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is all we ben, fucking talk ben about. Ben was the tour manager Freddie for Johnson. Freddie Johnson on the uh, Soul Asylum tour from what year? Yeah, I was I was on a Soul Asylum tour for two weeks. Who was, who was uh, tour managing Soul Asylum? No, he was... I don't have any fucking clue. Oh, That's Benny. the kind of tour manager I was. But I'll tell you what it was. It was Soul Asylum, and they were touring for Grave Dancers Union, and I've never heard Lemonheads were there... The, and the Lemonheads were touring with them for Shame About Ray, and then it was Freddie Johnston opening. That was a that was a that was a big record for it's all like those hot, bands. That was a hot bill. What's your favorite Soul Asylum song? My favorite Soul Asylum song. Misery. Nah. Veil of Tears. Really? really? Oh god, that song rules. What's your Every favorite Soul Asylum, Harding? Obviously, Black Gold. What about you, Ryan Smith? Obviously, so obvious. Um, it is. Little too clean. Little too clean. <laughs> they don't even play that well, ever. Play. Mine is losing it. Losing it. Losing it. Yeah. Losing it. Yeah. Go ahead, spit it out. I can take it. Don't do this. Don't do that. Try and fake it. I, I, I have seen it all. Well, tell me there's something wrong. Make me see it. How I try.
is your favorite food? I don't understand don't the question. Don't get hung up on... I am a... <laughs> um, I mean, I can eat Mexican food for days. Racist. That's my favorite genre right, now, of food. Now, now, here, here's, uh, waffles. Where's your favorite ranchero sauce? If anybody do you puts like a stack of pancakes in Do you like ranchero right, sauce? Fantastic. Do you like ranchero fantastic. sauce or chipotle sauce? Chipotle beets ranchero. No, no, no beet sauce. No, she said beets. 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 Wins over. So Gabe hates... But I really love actually mixing all of the sauces together. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I mix everything together. I just love all of the things. You do. Like a good mole. So Ryan's got a uh, a David Lee Roth... I'll tell you all about it. (laughs) Go ahead, let's see. Harding on the sound effects. Well, you know... All I've got... But when you get that ranchero sauce, it's... God damn it, baby, no, I ain't lying to you. I'm only going to tell you one time. (laughs) All I ever want, though, is something covered in cheese sauce. Oh, on taco of old smoky. On taco... On taco, old smoky. Yeah, on taco, old smoky. All I ever want is something covered in cheese sauce, and then we can call it a day. All right. So, all right, tour manager, what's the plan for the rest of the night? Are we... Keep drinking. What's going on? No, we're gonna go have a barbecue party outside uh, the barbecue. bus, and we're gonna go watch a movie draped over a. We tried. Yeah. I, I couldn't get it working. I'm sorry. I couldn't. Then I think it's a hotel pool party no. to you know drown our sorrows in right, some in. woe for I'm our in. show that we don't. Thanks have for doing this. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This is highly unexpected. I just ordered Domino's with a Cinestick. What was it unexpected? Did, did we, yeah. Are we making you mad or are you, are you okay? I can never be mad at you guys. I know you can't <laughs> be mad. But is there something that we should say and then walk away from this? Some David Lee Ross should say. <laughs> so are you a Van Halen fan is my question. All right. What do you think of Iron Maiden? I think very little of Iron Maiden. Oh, that's it. Uh, that's the mic drop. What? She, no, uh, what that's, it's over now. Huh? You me. had me. All right, so Janine, how about so you know, how about the replacements? I love the replacements. Oh, so uh, no, so you know worse. you know uh, Charlie Watts died today, right? <laughs> I do know that. And that's you know that Charlie sad. Watts is the greatest drummer of all time, right? I don't know how to <laughs> respond to that. But I'm sure. Just say yes. Yes. What's your favorite Charlie Watts? I don't know how to answer that either. (laughs) Then why did you want to talk about Charlie Watts? I didn't. You brought him up. Oh my god! You're the one ending on tragic shit. (laughs) Bam, 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 bam. I wanted to end on a high note. Ryan, what's your favorite Charlie Watts song? Ryan is good at this. Charlie Watts. Well, I love. He was the drummer in Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Well, you know, the I, Rolling love, Stones. I love his ability to subtract the hi hat with the snare drum. The, and he lays the snare drum. <laughs> yes. Just, right? When he goes like this, he goes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so he can be lazy with the snare drum. He's like, it's the best. It's the way the hat. It's the best. It's the best thing. I, I talked about this earlier. Yeah. You are. Wise. He's wise. No, no. What he's doing is like, it, you're like, you're, you're on my team, is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I love Charlie Watts. And it's, it's so sad today. This is really... It's sucks. a sad it's Charlie sad. Watts day. Yeah, it's a sad it is. day. Because so. most days are awesome Charlie Watts days. Right. Yes. Most days I wake up going... But he's, he was 80, okay? Yeah, right. He had a good run. He had a run. He, had a, he could have lived longer, but... What is that? Sound effects. <laughs> it, 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 you're a fool to cry. That was Memory Hotel. I'll remember this. This hotel. was the first Stones record that I ever owned Ooh, because nice. because a friend of the family got it and it was like it was on sale for like two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. I have a lot to learn from you lifers. And you're gonna learn a lot of it. <laughs> You guys got several more hours at home. <laughs> hey guys, this has been this has been fun. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Nice yes. to see you, Thank you. Thank you. you. What a wonderful guest. Nice to meet you. It was nice to be able to see you because we didn't get to see you at all last time. I know that really sucks. I tried really hard. It's electronics, hey. not my forte. Well, come on, baby. <laughs> I've been working all night alone. You know what? This is the last song. You know this. You gonna be able to do this thing? So when the chorus comes, Daddy, it's coming up. Daddy, what's wrong? Then in the chorus, then I switch over come. to just the track. You're gonna go. You got this? So sweet. Got it? Yeah. Here it comes. Got it. You know what she says? She says. Daddy, I'm a fool.
what my friends say to me sometimes. I make her like I don't understand. You know what they say? They say. 